new teaser trailer for The Force Awakens, and new Imperial Stormtrooper helmets for Rogue One. All that and more in Episode 3 of the Outer Rim News Podcast. Welcome back to episode three of the Outer Rim News Podcast. Um, I'm Ashley Wilbanks, and my co-host from Savannah, Georgia, Austin Gordy. What, 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 what? So what's going on this week, man? Uh, just um, just pre-gaming, man, pretty much. Like just planning the whole Force Friday thing, man. Just getting ready for that. Getting ready for the, um, got the uh, Aftermath book in the mail that's going to be coming. Should be here the day it comes out. So that's next Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, ready for that. Um, and, yeah, just been going back through the uh, the old library, man. I'm on the uh, first Rogue Squadron novel right now in the collection. So just been kind of – just been gearing up, man. Just getting excited. What about you? Well, I've got some sad news. Oh. So, yeah, sad news. My Uh-oh. Force Friday plans look like they're going to be kaput. Uh oh. Yes, kaput. What happened? I've looked. <laughs> well, I've looked at Walmart. <laughs> I've looked at Target. Uh huh. The nearest Force Friday event is like forty miles from my house. Oh wow. Yeah, my my local Walmart is having nothing to do with Force Friday. Wow, you know, really? They're like, oh yes, come Friday after Friday morning to pick up your new Star Wars items, but we're not doing it Thursday at midnight. Meh. They're not a uh, 24-hour? No, unfortunately they're not. You know, sometimes they do, for special events like this, they will open mm-hmm. at midnight for for certain things, but for the Force Awakens toy reveal, no, they're not going to do it. So I'm I'm going to be sitting at home well, that's while, sad. You, while you're out <laughs> buying cool new The Force Awakens figures. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you got to think about it this way. I mean, it's, you're just getting delayed by several hours i mean you're still going to be able to do it friday morning i guess but that sucks they're not doing it at midnight i'd I'd boycott it man well you know i was thinking (laughs) you know i was thinking target and augusta might do it too and 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 if target and augusta was going to do it i was thinking about driving up there but then i looked on target's website and you put your zip code in like the nearest target it's oh, going to be doing yeah. it is in like Athens. Yeah. What's weird is I did that myself here in Savannah and I thought for sure that, cause we've got two targets and uh-huh. neither one of them's doing it. It's like the closest one is in Jacksonville. Yeah. It's like three targets in Georgia. That's it. That are participating in the force awakens midnight event. Well, it's ridiculous. That's stupid. That's ridiculous. Cause I mean, that's just, it's like the biggest moment they'll have in a long time, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, like, come on. N- I mean, I hadn't totally ruled out driving to to Milledgeville, Georgia, to mm-hmm. go get it. And, you know, it's only forty miles or so from the house. And at Walmart, they're giving away these little tops um, card. I mean, they look like little uh, uh, what's this little pog thing? Oh, is it was it called pog? A little yeah, it was like little pogs, like the little little circular like coin looking things. Yeah, but these are kind of octa. Yeah, these are kind of yeah. octagon shape, if gotcha, I remember. Okay. Okay. And, and you know, they're giving out little packs of them. I think they come three to a pack or something like that. Mm. And uh, you get them free. And in 
randomly selected packs. You know, I'm sure there's like two or three packs in the whole United States that have these. Wow. If you get like a gold, gold one of those things, you get your choice of like a, a Star Wars room renovation or like a huge, you know, pile of money to go shopping for Star Wars stuff. <laughs> I'll take the money. I already got the Star Wars room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, they can renovate mine if they want to. Uh, Make it look true. a little better. Um, but yeah, so my, so my Force Friday plans got a, got kind of beat down over the last couple of days. But um, what I'll do is I'll go to the Toys R Us or the Walmart here if they're doing it. And uh, and I'll just FaceTime you and you'll just be there. We're like, woo! <laughs> like, oh, this is a great experience. I get to watch you enjoy your toys. And I'm sitting at home crying like a little baby. Like a little girl. <laughs> well, you know, so so the so the week wasn't all that bad because um, today I'm at work and I'm uh, working really hard the last couple of weeks for ah, some reason. Sure, trying to trying to yeah, trying to get some stuff going that hadn't hadn't been working right. And uh, we go we go to lunch and in the middle of a lunch, I get email alert today. It's, you know, my phone starts going off and it's like new teaser released for Star Wars, The Force Awakens. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, great. So, you know, I'm in the middle of like a Zaxby's and I can't hear real well, but I pull the thing up and I'm trying to watch it on the Instagram. And for some reason, it's not playing when I hit the button. And uh, it, <laughs> I'm trying to eat it, my kick and chicken and I can't watch this trailer. <laughs> yeah, really. So it, it literally, I mean, it took me like an hour before I could see the TV. I, I mean, it's like I'm waiting an hour. I know that the thing is out there, mm-hmm. but I can't watch it because my phone won't, won't work right. It's, living in rural Georgia it, yeah. and, and, and living with Internet connections. And communications is just horrible. It's just horrible. But anyway, I finally got to see it, and uh, while it didn't, it wasn't very long. It, it it was still pretty awesome, and and the the very last part was awesome. Good, our first catch of the day. Initial thoughts. I mean, I teaser. Trailer. I mean, of course, it was short, but it was sweet. I mean, it was a good little teaser. Um, if it feels almost like it's a it's like a, pr- a teaser for a trailer that's about to come out, so I'm wondering if they're gearing up to release another trailer, because I mean oh. we got all new footage, and it looked amazing. I mean, of course we got to hear um, Andy Serkis's character, mm-hmm. and um, Supreme uh, Leader Snoke. Snoke, yeah. So it's like you got to hear him, and then we got the, I mean, pretty much the same shot of Kylo Ren. And, you know, he ignites his blade, but then we see, you know, uh, Finn ignite a blue lightsaber, which if you look at the hilt, it's obviously, you know, Anakin's lightsaber that was passed down to Luke that was lost, you mm-hmm. know. So it's like definitely this, th- there's a, there's going to be a connection through these movies. And I'm, oh, yeah. I got a chill, dude. It was, it looked great. Like I'm, <sighs> they're killing okay, me. So- so, so let's break it down a little bit, you know, kind of by scenes here. The, mm-hmm. Now, the first thing they show is is kind of a a, a wide angle look at um, New Order, the uh, First Order, or the First Order, yeah, yeah, the First Order, and and you see, I I believe you see uh, Captain Phasma, mm-hmm. you know, up there, and and I don't know, I'm assuming that's Supreme Leader Snoke in the in the, in the head of on the. On the uh, 
stage there. Yeah, it and, could be. Uh, I'd have probably have to go back and watch it again, but most likely. Yeah, General Hux, I think, is in that, and maybe Kylo Ren. Remember, this is not a new scene, because if you look at that international trailer that was released uh, about two, three weeks ago, mm-hmm. that shot was in it. But this is a longer look at that shot. But that, that's what I mean. Like, And plus, it wasn't in our trailer. It was in the international release. Yeah. So it mm-hmm. was like... To us, I mean, it was, you could say it had like a little bit of new footage, but basically yeah, it was just an expansion of that. And, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah, from what I could tell is it looked like, I think Snoke was there. I know Phasma was there and you get to see all the new stormtroopers and, you know, stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. And, and, and it's really a, an imposing look at the first order and what the resistance, if that's what Leia's group is called, <laughs> the resistance, I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, Poe Dameron and, Right. Leia and, and all those are, are part of that group. But it, it looks like a pretty formidable formidable um, group they're going up against in this right. episode. And then um, the second thing we get is Ray looking up in the sky with, of course, little BB-8 right there beside her. And it's very... It's a very Steven Spielberg-esque shot. Right. You know, with J.J. Abrams being very uh, tight with Steven Spielberg, this looks like a, you've seen it in several trailers, like the War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise looking <laughs> right. up in the sky. You know, right. I mean, this is just shot for shot like that. But um, I noticed that I, if you look at the background, she's on some kind of, in like a forest, a jungle or, or something, a new planet that we had, that we don't know about yet. Yeah, that's what it looked like. I mean, it, you know, it was hard to tell just from the angle, but yeah, it did look like it was more of like a, almost like an, in, you know, indoor or, you know, Kashik or something like that, that, mm-hmm. that they were at, but you, you know, you really couldn't tell. But you didn't see Wicket in the background, did you? I, man, I looked hard. I mean, I looked so mm-hmm. hard because if I did, I mean, dude, I would have nutted up because I, man, I love, I love me some Wicket. I, I hope they show some Ewoks. In this series, man, because I miss my Ewoks. I, I, I like the Ewoks too. Uh, I know they get a bad rap, <laughs> you know, because everybody looks like, oh, the Ewoks beat the Empire, but it, it was good. I, I like Return of the Jedi. Yeah, me too, man. But I, I do. I love me some Ewoks. So if they Ewoks in the new movie, I'm, I'm down. I'm good. Mm. And then, um, of course, the money shot is that classic. Kylo Ren scene in in the snowy covered forest, right? Where he ignites that broadsword lightsaber, and it looks so good, man. It looks so good. Oh, it does. And I always thought I envisioned when I'm looking at that scene, he's about to fight Luke, right? You know that that's why they don't show the other the the person on the other end of this match, right? Because they're they're waiting to save that for Luke, but. They do a th- they do a one eighty on you, and they throw out Finn lighting up that lightsaber mm-hmm. to end that trailer, and that screamed uber cool. Oh yeah. Um, I was just I was amazed that he was going to be the one fighting Kylo Ren. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he he could be, or he could be. I mean, he may not even be alone, you know, fighting him. So you never know. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, Luke could be there. With him, but mm, that just doesn't seem fair. 
I mean, look, if you got to fight the forces of darkness, I mean, sometimes fair just doesn't come into play, man. You got to, you got to stand up and just do something. I mean, yeah, well, two, I mean, we had Obi Wan and, and Qui Gon versus Darth Maul. I mean, he was, you know, and he, uh, he was a handful. Yeah, that's true. But I wonder if if Supreme Leader Snoke will be there on hand to help Kylo Ren. Because you know it's it's not going to be a fair match. Luke Skywalker is like what the most powerful guy in the universe in the galaxy. He should be right. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. I would assume so. And okay, Kylo Ren we know is not Sith. He's one of the Knights of Ren, which I am going to assume is a little bit on the lower side of the evil scale. You know, he's right. powerful, but he's not a Sith Lord. He's just Knights of Ren. Right. It seems like somebody Luke could probably dispatch of pretty quickly. Right, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, but it, I mean, it, it, it. When I first saw it, it gave me chill bumps to see a car- you know, Ren. I mean, a uh, Finn. Right. Light that, you know, just light that lightsaber up again and uh, get ready to face off with Kylo Ren. Right, and you know, I'm also wondering in that first shot. I'm wondering if maybe that wasn't. Maybe it wasn't Snoke. Maybe it was General Hux. Hmm. Where in the first shot? What like in the first about? shot with the with the first order? I'm thinking maybe that's Hux. That's in the lead. I mean, I don't know. I mean, could, you know, we don't know. But I'm just guessing just by the look of it because he's he's wearing you know it looks like a uniform. It looks like it's that mm-hmm. that long coat like we've seen in the uh, in the screenshots. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking be. it You're could right. be. I'm thinking it could just be him because I'm wondering if Snoke is going to be more in the background. But you know what? I don't know because I don't know. It's hard to say because if you look in the shot too next to Phasma, there's there's someone that could be Snoke's. I, I mean, um, uh, Hux. So I really don't know. Mm. I mean, it's I don't know. I'm just ready to see what they're going to do with it. But it's, it's and it's fun. You know, it's real fun to speculate. Yep. But. It's like December eighteenth cannot get here fast enough. I'm telling you. And I don't want to wish time away, but I'm just super (laughs) excited about this movie. You know. Like nothing before I'm excited. I'm just uh yeah, it this this teaser just adds to it, man. But I'm wondering I'm wondering if this teaser is like a precursor to another trailer, because that's what it felt like, but I don't know, we'll see. Maybe they'll maybe they'll just start doing that where they're gonna just start putting little little tiny teasers out every so often just to gear up, which I wouldn't be opposed to that, you know, to, you know, just to keep, just to keep the level of spoilers down and maybe, you know, just so they're not giving away the whole story you know, you're not seeing everything in the trailers. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind just little, little bits, you know, just as, as much as I want, I want the time to just, I want it to hurry up and get here so we can watch the movie at the same time. Just, you know, I just don't want to get spoiled. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the, the marketing team does it. But I know that from what I hear, they spent a ton of money for marketing. Oh, I imagine. Um, I read an article today where they were talking about worldwide. They're expecting, or they said, or, or, they're guessing that. Um, projected growth. Force Awakened. Yeah, projected growth could be $616 million for the opening weekend worldwide oh my god that'd be great I mean, that you know what i to be honest good. with you though in my opinion i bet it's going to be higher i don't know man you're talking about a 
to me, you're talking, if it was a summer movie, maybe, mm -hmm. but you got to think all the stuff that happens around Christmas, mm -hmm. you know, you got to think about all the people who are traveling at Christmas parties or, or making plans to get Christmas shopping finished or, or maybe being in December when, you know, the East coast gets pummeled by snow. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it could be that theaters can't even open because snowstorms. Right. And, and, and like I, I totally see New that. York, I mean... You know, New York is a big, big draw for the box office. And if, you know, a snowstorm were to come that way and lock everything down, that could hurt the box office. But <clears throat> I... I'm assuming, because I don't know, that they're going to release this thing worldwide on the same day. Probably. You know, you know um, and if that happens, you know, China is a big, huge draw now at the mm -hmm. box office. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's interesting. I mean, I'm hoping that Star Wars makes a killing at the box office. You know, that if it makes a killing, that's all the more... You know, that gives Disney the... The power to say, "Ah, oh, look, we can really milk this thing and give you more Star Wars." Right. But I just, I have a feeling it's going to be, it's going to be huge. Like, yeah. it's going. I feel like it's going to blow, like Marvel out of the water in terms of like their releases. You know, where they've had like you know Avengers and and you know the new Ant Man and, and mm -hmm. Fantastic Four. I mean, but the of course Avengers and Iron Man and you know Captain America. They've been the big money draws i bet this is going to just dominate just annihilate those numbers and i and i'm hoping it will i just i want to see i just want to see star wars come back and just show people that you know it may have been gone for a while but th this is still like the you know the, the powerhouse of the of the movies you know this like star wars yeah. was was there was one of the first blockbusters you know what i'm saying and and, and it's still going to be a blockbuster whether you like it or not you know and and of course, if the movie comes out the first day, people are raving about the story. You know, there's nobody whining or complaining about any of the the plot or anything like that. We're gonna see it, you know, explode. Like I mean, people, you know, I I can just imagine how many repeat viewings there will be. Like people just going back and going back and going back and watching it. It's gonna be crazy. Well, I mean, they got me for at least three. Yeah, at I least agree. three. <laughs> Um, because well, I'll go sit with the family that day it comes out. Then of course the next day I'll go see it with my dad. And then the next, uh, couple of days after that, uh, I might just go see it by myself. Right. It's probably going to be like that with me. I'll probably, you know, Hey, let's me and Kenny, we'll go watch at midnight. You know, probably friends will join. We'll go watch the midnight show and turn around probably the next day, go watch it again with, you know, either mom, take mom and EF or, or go to, um, you know, just me and Candy go again, or I go again. Then it'll be like, you know, just, you know, hey, we're going to go out shopping. Let's go get some Starbucks. Let's go watch Star Wars. And the <laughs> next day is like, hey, just doing some work. I got a lunch break. Got to run by McDonald's. Got to go watch Star Wars. <laughs> hey, I have a, I'm, I'm going to have a sick day. I'm just going to sit in here and, and rest in bed and maybe go take a ride and you know, pick up a burrito and go watch some Star Wars. <laughs> just, just <Yeah>. over and over. 
I, 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 know, I know all about that. And, you know, another interesting fact was uh, IMAX released some news today that they have, they're going to have Star Wars in all IMAX theaters for the first month of its release. I, that yeah. means no, nothing else will show on the IMAX screens but Star Wars for that whole first month. Here's what I have to say to that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea because <laughs> because a lot of times they've been putting shit, stuff in IMAX that are just <laughs> it shouldn't be there really. I mean, it's like you know, yeah. IMAX has become such a big thing now that it's they just put anything there. And so me only like to go watch IMAX movies when they, there's a reason to watch them. If like if it's filmed in IMAX, definitely. I mean, there's only a few instances where I've gone and seen it without you know just seeing a movie that had nothing to do with IMAX. And it was always to me it wasn't that great. But with Star Wars, we know there's a sequence that's filmed in IMAX, but plus it's just going to be a big movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's That would be worthy of it. So I'm down with it being in theaters for a month. But I really don't see how that's going to be. I mean, like, I, unless they're really just forking out a lot of money for that, I don't see how all the theaters are going to stand for it, to be honest. Well, um, I don't know. I think they did something similar with some of the, like The Hobbit. A couple of those movies, they did something similar to it, but they haven't done anything since. Right. And um. And I believe this this, uh, six hundred and something uh million dollar dollar amount they're talking about is based on this IMAX screening for a month. Right. Because you got you're talking double the price of a regular ticket for IMAX. And some places triple. <laughs> and some places triple. I mean, here I it's mean, seventeen dollars. Period. And like, it don't matter what, when you go, it don't matter. I mean, I think, like, ch- I think children and senior citizens pay 14 but mm-hmm. still, that's, I mean, that's $17. I mean, that's a lot of money. But still, if you're a Star if you're a hardcore Star you don't even have to be hardcore Star Wars fan. If you're a Star Wars fan, you go to the movie, you want to see it on the biggest, best sounding screen you can it's find. Gonna be, it's going to be it's going to be weird and it's going to be great because I mean, you know, I've just never, never gotten to see a a star Wars movie in IMAX. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I've always felt like the more like, you know, sci-fi movies and and IMAX was, were the best ones. Like, um, I mean, two that come, come to mind are like interstellar and the star Trek into darkness. They were both Mm -hmm. filmed with IMAX cameras and they they just looked amazing. So I can't imagine what Star Wars is going to look like. I mean, it's it's going to and plus it's going to be in 3D. So it's going to be it's going to be crazy. Now see, I didn't know that. Okay, you, you, so you're sure it's going to be in 3D? I think it's going to be in all like, multiple formats. But from what I heard, it's IMAX 3D for sure. Ah, uh, see, I am not a big fan of 3D, man. I'm 3D. I'm not either. Like I'm not either unless it if unless it calls for it. Like if it's specifically made. For 3D, you know, I, I like it better, but, you know, I mean, it's it's not my favorite, you know, and so, I would prefer it not be. But from what I understand, it's 3D IMAX, but I, I mean, I could be wrong. Or and, and, and also, in some places, you may have your choice. You may have IMAX and 3D IMAX, like like The Hobbit. Well, we'll see. The, the, again, the closest theater, IMAX theater to me is in Augusta. They only have the one theater, and if it's if the 3D is an option, that's what that's what they're going to be showing is the 3D IMAX. Mm-hmm. And I, I have I have trouble watching 3D movies. Uh-huh. I mean, they just give me a headache. So that means I'm going to have to go to the next tier down 
theater or, <laughs> the or big room. <laughs> yeah, and watch watch it on the big screen without the IMAX. But I'll do that for the first time so I can get a sense of what's going on. Then when I take my dad back, we'll, you know, fork out the money for the 3D IMAX. Huh. Uh, you just busted my bubble. Thanks, Austin. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, like I said, I could be totally wrong, but I, that's what I heard. I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, I would prefer it to, I would prefer it to not be in 3D. But at the same time, I mean, you know, if it's going to be 3D, I always enjoy it when it's like a, a more immersive 3D movie. I mean, a lot of movies they put in 3D just have no reason to be in 3D. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. like Guardians of the Galaxy, I, I've got it in 3D. I, you know, and, and I've watched it. And it's um, it's actually really, really good in 3D because of just how, because of that sci-fi environment and how immersive it is. It's so mm-hmm. I feel like it would work with Star Wars, but you know, I don't have. I mean, it's not a necessity. I'd I'd prefer it to not have it, but um, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Well, I know that. Look, I don't think it's going to... Okay, Avatar's like the the biggest grossing movie ever, right? I believe so, yeah. It still holds yeah, the Yeah, then the it most. makes something like almost $2 billion or something. Just about. Or maybe a little yeah. over. Maybe like $2.1 2 billion, yeah. $2. something like that. I, I, I just don't know if, if The Force Awakens is going to reach that mark. I, I, think it'll, I think it'll surpass it. I'm cautiously optimistic. That, that it'll do that. But you're talking about a lot of money, man. And you're talking about at a time of the year when there's too many things that could go wrong to keep people from going to the theater to see it. Does that make sense? Oh, I understand. I mean, I'm just... Look at it this way. Avatar came out in December. It came out December 18th, actually, in 2009. And, yeah, you're right. It did. And it made the thing is, is they they did re they kept bringing it back out in theaters, and people were going to watch it. So total, it's made two point seven billion worldwide. Yeah, it had box legs. Office. So it had legs. I mean, I'm you know, and it and it may not happen, but I sure would love to see. And in my opinion, I would just love to see Star Wars surpass this because, you know, who the hell is Avatar? <laughs> You know what really? I'm saying? Really? Come on, yeah. man. Like, I, I really just don't understand how that movie made that much money. I, I, I just don't get it. Like, I could I could see, like, it's maybe passing a billion dollars. Like, okay, I get it, because it's James Cameron. It's a sci-fi movie. It had a lot of buzz. But I just didn't feel like it was $2.7 billion good, you know? So, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that my Star Wars will, will knock it out. I mean, well, we'll you see. know, we'll see. It had the buzz and it had the word of mouth. I mean, the word of mouth just gave it legs because right. you know people would tell their friends, "Oh, you got to see it as the best sci-fi movie ever." <laughs> I, mean, right. I mean, I was one of them. I went to see it, and you know, but because of the buzz that it had, and it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong; it was a good movie. Do I do I need a sequel? No, not really. I mean, I I had Avatar. It's, I liked it. It's in my Blu-ray collection. But it, it, it's not two point seven billion dollars good, or two point right. whatever billion dollars. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that it will, that Star Wars: The Force Awakens will will surpass that. Um. Now let's start talking about another Star Wars movie. I mean, we haven't even got to see Star Wars: The Force Awakens yet. 
Right. And there's another Star Wars movie on the horizon next year. The right. Rogue One film. Mm-hmm. And um, we got our first look at D23. We talked about it last week. Right. We got our first look at the a cast picture and and the the reveal of some of the cast. But a couple of days ago, your guy, Donnie Yen, mm-hmm. posted a picture on his Instagram yep. page of three helmets that we can assume will be featured in that new movie. Right. Now, you know, of course, the helmet in the middle was the classic Stormtrooper helmet. Right. That from A New Hope mm. era. But the other two were a little bit different. Um, so what do you think about those? What do you think about all of them in general? I will say that the, um, you know, I really, I mean, the, the Stormtrooper one looks more like, like when I saw it, it looked more like a cosplay version of the, of the, the helmet. Mm-hmm. But it still looked cool, or like a, you know, like a model of one. It wasn't like, you know, because it had like some, you know, some details to it that were kind of odd. But, I mean, I didn't mind it. But the, I mean, they look cool, especially the, uh, like the, the you know, the black helmet. They kind of look, mm-hmm. like it reminded me some of um, of Ralph McQuarrie's art. Yeah. So that one, that one looked really cool, but it also kind of had the, uh, like that one and the white one kind of has that almost the scout trooper look to it. You know, the speeder bike uh, scout mm-hmm. troopers. So I really dig those, those helmets and the, and that look. So, I mean, I was, I was totally down for it. I mean, it looked really cool to me. I mean, to me, they look like a nice, a, a nice amalgam of the stormtrooper helmet and some of the clone trooper helmets. Right. From, uh, you know, the, you know, the, the prequel trilogy or the clone wars. Um, the most interesting to me is the one on the very end, the, the vanilla colored, mm-hmm. colored helmet. Uh, it looked the coolest. It looked like, uh, if I'm thinking rogue one and I'm thinking, uh, guerrilla warfare, you know, on the ground battling it out, mm-hmm. that helmet looks really cool. I, I could see that on, on ground, you know, some stormtroopers like that in the jungles battling rebel Alliance guys. And I, I'm interested in seeing the actual rest of the uniform. Right. And, you know, w- with the helmet attached to it. Yeah. I mean, so far, man, all the stuff they've, all the little costume things they've released about these upcoming movies have been great. Like, just like that. Um, you know those helmets there, and then you got the the new stormtrooper look. I mean, it's it's been looking great so far. Mm-hmm. And um, an, another little bit of Rogue One news that came out was, you know, last week we talked about uh, Mads Mikkelsen mm-hmm. and how he's always playing a villain in all these in all these great films. But uh, it seems like uh, in, in a little interview he did, he's not going to be a villain in this film. Which what is, he says, uh, kind of, yeah, it's what he yeah. says. It surprised it's me. Kind of, I was like, okay. I mean, he ma- he makes such a perfect villain that it would just seem natural for him to be uh, an imperial commander or something in charge of trying to get the stolen rebel. I mean, the stolen Death Star plans back from the rebels, right? And and you know, you never know with him. I'm wondering if like he's just saying that and then either just straight up lying or if it's um, 
you know, his character is going to be almost like a double agent or something, or, you know, or, or he changes sides or something in the story. You'll, you, I mean, you never know, but, um, I don't know, because that was one idea I had. I was like, hmm, because, because man, I mean, if you don't make him a villain, <laughs> he better, he better make a darn good, uh, uh, you know, a good, a good guy, or at least like, I don't know if, you know, if he's going to be like some sort of, uh, you know, crime Lord or something like that. That's not really the bad guy. You know, I, I really don't know. I don't know what else they would play him as. Hmm. And, and I don't either, but it, it's interesting that he says he's not going to be a villain when he's just a natural looking villain. <laughs> but sir, why do you look so darn villainous? <laughs> I, I can't help it. <laughs> okay, so um, of course Rogue One doesn't come out until next December, so we got a little while to wait. But something that comes out really, really soon is Rebels season two on Disney oh, yeah. XD. Oh yeah, did you get to and, watch the uh, like the? I thought it was basically episode. I mean, it, it really is just the first episode of the new season, but they've it's like a forty minute long episode, and you know, like the first season had you know, the spark of the rebellion. Um, mm-hmm. this one was like the siege of Lothal and it has mm-hmm. it introduces Darth Vader. Did you get to watch all that? Oh, oh dude, I've watched it many, many times. Yeah. I mean, it's just so good. It's so good. Like they handle the Darth Vader character so much better than I thought they would, because I thought for sure, you know, because with Darth Vader, you know, after we've gotten the prequel series, you know, we, we look at him as Anakin Skywalker, and of course he's he's redeemed himself by the end of the series. So we're like, okay, you know, we just don't look at him quite as much like a monster as we would have, you know. But mm-hmm. in this one, I mean, he is straight up the villain, and I, I just thought it was great how they handle his character. Yeah, um, he was very reminiscent of original saga Darth Vader. Not yeah. just because James, not just because James Earl Jones voiced the character in the sh- in the TV show, which was awesome. <laughs> but mannerism, I mean, the way they articulated him, I mean, everything he did was Darth Vader calculated. Yeah, and he was he, just a he was just a force of nature, man. He was just a just. I mean, you, you know, he was scary. That's that's one thing I really dug about it. You know, and then they his design, you know, the way they had him designed was really, you know, Macquarie like, you know, mm-hmm. which I mean, that's pretty much how the show has been kind of going with a lot of the the styles, but it's been great. And, and you know, I noticed one scene in particular at at the beginning of the episode, or near the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. when Vader and uh, uh, what's the what's the Imperial guy's name, uh, with the with the uh, big long. Oh, with the uh, with the mutton chops. <laughs> yeah, I What's can't remember his name off the top of my head because you know I don't, I can't, I, I can't really, I always forget his name, but but I know who you're talking about. You know, mutton chops is what he has. Yeah, it, it, you know, Lieutenant Mutton Chops. <laughs> Lieutenant Mutton Chops. Anyway, he, they're both scolding the uh, the governor there of of Lothal mm-hmm. or whatever she is. And if you notice Darth Vader's mannerism while he's talking, his hands kind of moving, pointing at her and stuff. Right. And it's off just a bit. It's like his hand movements movements don't go with his voice. And if you remember back in A New Hope, when they invaded the Rebel blockade runner, mm-hmm. and he's you know pointing and talking to one of uh, the uh, Rebel uh, soldiers, mm-hmm. he's doing the same thing. It's kind of like his his hand motions and his voice don't go together. Right. And I don't know if I don't know if that was uh, 
you know, a, a mess up in, in filming or, or, or whatever, but it's, it's cool that they take little, little things like that and add them to this rebels TV show. I mean, it just, it makes it more authentic to me. Right. Oh, it and it, it's uh callous agent callous agent callous. Yeah, that's it. But, but yeah, man, just those little details and just the fact that they've got, I mean, you know, they can do anything to really enhance the series. I mean, with it being an animated show, like it's mm-hmm. just like in, in the, in the, you know, um, uh, Dave, uh, Filoni, I guess it, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, however you say his name is Filoni. Um, he's yep. his, yeah, his attention to those details, especially now that they know that they can, they can really play around with the original trip, like the original trilogy time period. And, mm-hmm. Like you can you can see the love. Like I mean, Clone Wars. I feel like even though they 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 did a lot for it, and they like I mean they gave us some good stuff. I feel like Rebels was is probably exactly where he wanted to be. So you get to see these things like this these little things that come out. Like we've seen, you know, um, you know we've seen three uh, PO and R two again, and just the animation's great. But then you get to also I, I saw like an Easter egg in that that episode where you see one of the original concept. Um, like concept drawings of of three PO become like an actual droid that was in the background, so mm-hmm. that was cool. And then of course you get the you know you get Rex from um uh from the Star Tours ride. He's the, he's the one right driving the transport, and it's Paul Rubens doing the voice. Um, uh, yep. So you just I mean all that stuff, and then you have the you know Darth Vader back, and you've got James Earl Jones to do the voice, and he's he's got all the mannerisms from the original trilogy, and he's a you know he's a monster he's a beast and a, just a, a force to be reckoned with you know no pun intended but just you have all those elements and but you still just kind of like you know it's an open book you know you really you know you really don't know what's happened in between beyond just the fact that there is a rebellion that that was you know that was created to oppose the empire so it's so far they've been doing a really good job with the series in my opinion i mean they've you know, they've gone above and beyond and it really shows the the love really shows in what they've done so far. Oh yeah. And for a while now, after we saw the siege of Lothal, which came out in what in July, mid July. Yeah. Yeah. It was like July. That it was, was like, cause I remember it was like right when I got back from vacation, it was just waiting for me there. So it was a little extension of the vacation. <laughs> hmm. Well, of course at the end of the show is like, you know, star Wars rebel season two will premiere this fall. Mm-hmm. And, since since that the premiere of Siege of Lothal, that's all the that they've given us is this fall we right. see the return of, of Rebels. Well, this past week, uh, an announcement was made that uh, the Star War about the Star Wars Rebels panel at uh, New York Comic Con. It says uh, the panel will take place on the Empire stage. Uh, good name <laughs> from. 1.30 to 2.30 p.m. and will be followed by an exclusive screening of two new episodes on the same stage. And, of course, these episodes will feature the series debut of Captain Rex, Captain Gregor, and Commander Wolf. And we know those guys from uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars animated series. And also it will feature Ahsoka. And, but, but, but still, when this press release was, was, was released... There was there still wasn't a firm date given, just that 
these will, you know, be the first time we'll see these two episodes. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, New York Comic Con takes place in October. So it kind of gave us uh, a hint that maybe the the series would return in October. And of course, today, as a matter of fact, they announced that October 14th at 9.30 p.m., this, this season uh, premiere of Star Wars Rebels Season 2 would take place, and we'll be getting that first episode. I think it's titled The Lost Commanders, and cool. it'll have Captain Rex, Captain Gregor, and Commander Wolf. That's cool, because, I, mean, I mean, the first season actually aired in October of last year. It was like the 13th. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So oh, I see. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay, well, I, I I knew that, but I just didn't think about that. Um, but that's still kind of a long time to wait. But the, the good thing about Definitely. this this year, compared to the first season, is we're getting a lot a lot more episodes. Yep. Than we did that first season. First season we got like what thirteen, twelve, thirteen. Something um, like that. Yeah, I think it was like twelve or thirteen. And I believe they're on tap to do twenty four. Um, for season two, so it'll be uh, a lot longer time frame that we'll be getting Star Wars Rebel, new Star Wars Rebels, starting in October. And uh, what what are you most looking forward to in season well, two? I mean, I you know I want to see more. Like I do want to see them branch out, and I want to see like because they really they really impressed me with like the space battles in the first season. So I'd like to see more of that. Um, I'd like to see more of what they're going to do with these Inquisitors that's going to happen. But um, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to see... Hmm, what would be the most... Like, I, I, wonder if they, I wonder if they'll do anything with Boba Fett. Like, I wonder if they'll, they'll try to, you know, flesh out his character anymore. Like, I would, if anything, if, they're, if they were to bring him into this series, I would want them to, to create the image of a really, you know, like a, like a badass, you know, bounty hunter image of, of Boba Fett. I think that would be a great thing to do with, with like either this coming up season or just the future of rebels, you know, because in, in Clone Wars, you know, he was just a whiny little kid, in my opinion, I didn't care for him too much, but, yeah. but, you know, to set him up as a, you know, like a really, really cool bounty hunter, that would be really cool. That would be cool, but, I don't, you know, I, I wonder if they just shy away from Boba Fett, you know, totally. Just because, just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, well, well, here's here's my reason. Um, you know, in the the final season of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, the one that got cut short, um, they were going to do some more Boba Fett centric episodes. Mm -hmm. And when when they when Disney bought it and Disney came out with their plans, they said. No, don't release any of the Boba Fett stuff that you've done for season six or seven, whatever the last one was. Right. And uh, in a recent, I think it was, uh, what's that other show? Rebel Force Radio. They were talking the other day and talking about how some news came out that Josh Trank was originally working on a Boba Fett movie. Huh. Before he, you know, jumped ship. Mm -hmm. And that... Boba Fett stuff was kind of off limits while that film was being made. Ah, oh, okay. So, so, you know, that's why they scrapped 
you know, the Boba Fett stuff for that last season of Clone Wars and, and didn't release it because it had some things that I think conflicted with the canon of what they were doing with the movie. Mm-hmm. So, I, in my opinion, I don't think we see Boba Fett in Star Wars Rebels um, unless it's like a little small cameo where you see him in the background. Right. My thing yeah. is, is he should be, like, if it was me, you know... I, if I was to bring him in as a character, he would only be maybe like an episode or two, like mm-hmm. bring him in and like they did with Lando this past time, which I thought was a, an awesome episode. It was so great yeah. the way they brought his character in. I would bring Boba Fett in, you know, and maybe he'd be the antagonist for that episode, but he wouldn't talk. And if he did it, maybe one or two lines and he would really show how awesome he is, like how lethal of a bounty hunter he is. And, you know, somehow wrap it up at the end. Maybe he, you know, they make a deal. He goes away or you know, just kind of carries on, you know, without him because, you know, either way he's made his money and his reputation is still intact and just, you know, let it go. Like just to, you know, just to kind of show like how powerful of a character he was. Because, you know, after the after the original trilogy, you know, because we always fantasized about this this awesome, you know, bounty hunter, you know, that was so mysterious and all that. And you would get backstories in the expanded universe, but he was still, you know, he was still dark and mysterious and he was a cool character. But then you get the, the prequel trilogy and you see him as a kid. And, of course, he's just like, you know, you know. Yay, Dad! Whippy! Woo! You know, and you're just like, oh, oh he got his, he lost his head. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, like if it was me, I would have been like, he turned into a mute after he saw his dad get beheaded in front of him, and yeah. he would just barely talk. But you know, ever since then, even in the in the Clone Wars series, I just never cared for the character too much because it was just like a an angsty teen. And I just didn't want to see that. I guess it was just like I didn't yeah. felt like I I felt like I didn't need to see it. But you know, I mean, it was it it was you know it was what it was. But it just, I, I it would be cool for them to kind of bring back that dark character of Boba Fett, you know, and maybe for an episode or two. But you never know. I mean, it's a hopefully Rebels will have a good long life of at least. And I I've always felt like they shouldn't you know run a show into the ground. Like I would like to see Rebels go for maybe five seasons and then kind of call it quits. Uh, oh, I think they'll. I don't think they'll go five seasons. You don't think they will? Uh, I think next season will probably be the last season. You think so? Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, I think maybe even Dave Filoni himself maybe alluded to that in, in a couple of interviews mm-hmm. that this that Rebels would last only a handful of seasons. Oh, okay. And well, then yeah, that's, that's fine. And then they would kind of roll into a different, you know, animated show. Oh, okay. And. And I don't know if that that new animated show is going to be set in the current Star Wars timeline with The Force Awakens, or if it will maybe extend Rebels past A New Hope. You know, well, I would think you know I could see them doing something you know like past A New Hope, but at the same time, I would prefer them to kind of go after Return of the Jedi, like go into the go into the expanded you know, universe, like the 30 year gap between, between six mm-hmm. and seven, that would be pretty cool if they did that, which I, I'm, I'll bet that's probably what they're thinking about doing. That's probably what the idea is. But I just, it's, with shows, man, I always feel like they need to have them short and sweet, like have maybe, you know, three to five seasons, make it count and then just go on to something else, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, I, I was hoping instead of getting the season, God, what is it? Season seven of Star Wars, the Clone Wars? Well, I mean, they was were the lost. The, no, that was season six. Season six? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that season six would take us into Revenge of the Sith and a, a few episodes after Revenge of the Sith. Right. You know, and and I think they probably would have done that mm-hmm. had they kept going, maybe even for like a season seven. Right. But, I mean, that's what I miss. That's, that's the only thing that I really miss from the Clone Wars is that we didn't get a proper closure for that series. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the Lost episodes are great. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to see how those characters reacted to the events of Revenge of the Sith. Right. Which, I mean, you know, that and, and that would have been cool, too. But then at the same time, we've got the, the uh, was this uh, Genity Tartakovsky or something? I can't remember his name. But the mm-hmm. Samurai Jack guy that did the Clone Wars series, the, yep. you know, the mm-hmm. two seasons, those were amazing. And I love the second volume, only I didn't care too much for the, the Anakin Skywalker stuff, you know, where he was like on his vision quest and his, yeah. you know, he sets these things, these creatures free, all that kind of stuff. Probably would have went in a different direction there, but the whole siege of, of Coruscant was really cool. And leading that into Revenge of the Sith, that was really good. But I wonder if that's no longer canon. No, it's not canon anymore. That's, that's it's not, not canon. Okay. No, in, in fact, in another one of these interviews, I've, I mean, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Okay. I listen to a lot of podcasts and you know, the rebel force radio, they do a lot with Dave Filoni. They're, they're kind of tight with him. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that they were going to try to not recreate some of that, um, original clone wars animated stuff that led up to revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. but they would do their version of it, you know, to help get them past revenge of the Sith. And then, I don't know. Maybe close out the series after that, right? But it, I would have loved to have be... seen what he how he would have handled it because, because to mm-hmm. be honest with you, like as much as I like seeing the siege of Coruscant in the in the other Clone Wars series, mm-hmm. like that that was pretty cool. But I always felt in my heart, I always consider Labyrinth of Evil as true canon. You know that led into Revenge of the Sith. That was the you know the book by James Lucino because it was oh, just so okay. well written. And pr- and plus it, it was Lucas who signed off on the book because all the stuff with like Sifo-Dyas that he was going to explain off and do all that in the Reve- in Revenge of the Sith, he ended up just pushing off and letting all that kind of fall into the Labyrinth of Evil book to kind of get yeah. tied together and all that, you know. But um so I've always considered that one canon over any of the others, but I yeah, I would have I would have liked to have seen what Filani would have done with that. Yeah, it would have been it would have been interesting, and like I said, I I think what we're we're gonna get some of that, what happened to everybody, in in Rebels, because honestly, I mean, this is almost Rebel <laughs> from the looks of the first few episodes of season two is looking like Clone Wars two, right? You know, because we're getting to see some of these clone troopers that we that we saw in the Clone Wars, the Captain Rexes and the Commander Wolves. And we're getting to see their Santa Claus selves, right? You know, with the white beards, <laughs> right? Kind of, yeah, big bellies. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Bridges Bridges drinking a lot of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all they all yeah. talk like Wilfred Brimley. <laughs> actually, what you uh, don't know is Wilfred Brimley's character. Wilfred Brimley's character in the Ewoks movie was actually one of the old clone troopers. He's Captain Rex. Yeah. <laughs> he's Captain Rex. And he's just like, hey, guys. <laughs> What's that uh, little teddy bear you got there? <laughs> yeah. He's I'm got the about diabetes. Diabetes took my leg. <laughs> I actually forgot Wilford Brimley was part of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been watching those movies too. Oh, my Lord. Dude, do you have those on DVD? Yeah. Yeah. You do? Yeah. <laughs> How did you... Okay, so so I was going to look for those the other day, and on Amazon they got them, but it's like ridiculous amount of money for those. Oh, really? It's like Eighty bucks or so. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And to torrent them things, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be exciting to see uh, Rebel season two, and yeah, and the and the well, Blu-ray set for the first season I think comes out uh, Tuesday, so. So you'll be able to next, pick it up in next next Tuesday, like September first. The Blu-ray set next comes week out. is going to be a huge week for Star Wars. Yes, it is. I'm like, there's the the first season of Rebels to pick up and go back through on Blu-ray, and then you know Friday, I mean, basically Thursday night because I took the day off of work Friday. Um, Thursday night basically will be to go. You know, like um, like the plan I have is going to be to <laughs> if she'll go with it. I'm gonna to go to Toys R Us and then have Candy go to uh, to Walmart, <laughs> and we'll just call each other. And if and if Walmart has like if they're selling the stuff at midnight, then I'll just leave Toys R Us and go over to Walmart because I'm sure they'll be cheaper over there. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much what be. we're gonna do. You know, probably pick up a few things and just pretty much just enjoy the. You know, I'm not gonna to try to make myself go broke. I'll, I'll buy some stuff, but I'm just you know gonna enjoy it. Just that that feeling. Just get. You know, just to see other people, see other fans that are, have gathered to get you know this stuff, and and, uh, and and seeing people excited for Star Wars again, man. Yeah, exactly. That's... And then turn around and you know, th- then like Friday morning. I mean, I, I bet it probably won't be until later that afternoon. But I would like for the book to come in um, early enough so I can get it and just start reading it that night. And get aftermath. You know, that's going to be there, so I'll be reading that. So yeah, yeah I mean, it's going to be huge. I play with my toys. <laughs> me too. Me too. Sir, if you'll not be needing me, I'll close down for a while. Well, um, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, okay. All I can say is, uh, guys, it's going to be a crazy week next week full of uh, Star Wars goodies for everybody. And uh, if you have any uh, Force Friday stories, Shoot them up on our Facebook page. We want to hear uh, your experiences on Force Friday. What What did you see? What did you experience? What did you buy? We want to know what you bought. We want to know how much you bought. Take how much crazy did you spend pictures. on Star Wars? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. take crazy how, pictures and like, post how, them up. Like, did you have to sell a child? Did you have to give blood or sell blood or, you know, yeah. something to, to, to make this? But we want to see pictures. We, <laughs> we want to hear good stories. All right, well... I guess that about wraps up episode three of the Outer Rim News podcast. All right. Peace out, guys. May the force be with you. Thanks so much for listening to our show this week. 
If you want to follow us online, you can do so by visiting us on the web at www.outerrimnews.com. We're on Twitter at Outer Rim News, and we're on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outer Rim News. If you want to leave a review or subscribe to us on iTunes, we would love to see that. And finally, this podcast is not endorsed or supported by Disney or Lucasfilm. It is intended for entertainment purposes only. The fantastic Star Wars rock music used for the show is courtesy of Husky by the Geek. You can find him on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash huskybythegeek. Star Wars, names, and sounds are all copyright and registered trademarks of Disney and their respective copyright holders.